The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Hey, folks. We're, we're kind of back. We're, we're here again. Uh, hi. We're just going to hang out for a little while. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life and world a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. Hi, everyone. We hope this finds you healthy, reasonably so. We hope this finds you happy, reasonably so. I've definitely found myself answering that question of, so how's it going? Oh, when you talk to yourself? <laughs> because that's all I have to talk to these days. It's all I have to talk to is myself. No, you know, with friends to me, and stuff. You can talk to me. You know, with friends, like if you get on a Zoom call or if you're you know, texting or it's like, yeah. hey, how, how is it going? And that caveat at the end of like, well, pretty good. All things considered. Mm. That phrase, you know, all things considered, just a way to acknowledge the collapse of society. Isn't that Krista Tippett? No, that's NPR. All things considered. National Public Radio. All right. Okay. So we're getting back in the swing of things. (laughs) We are here. Uh, We are still working on a bunch of different lovely projects because if anything, this past COVID year has taught us to not put things off that we feel brings us joy. So we're doing a lot of different things these days, but we are coming back to the podcast one to two times per month versus weekly. Yeah. So we're just being upfront and letting you know that's what our intention is going forward. So one to two episodes a month is what you probably can expect of us going forward. Now, if you missed it, we put out some videos of us singing you some Christmas carols during the Christmas season. So if you need some warm and fuzzy, go get some warm and fuzzy. See us on Instagram. But it's, it's at Sienna and Toast. But it's only for people who like Christmas music, who aren't ashamed <laughs> right. of listening to it beyond the season. Because I found out that there are people that detest Christmas music. Did you hear me gurgle? <laughs> yes, yes. What was that? That's a strange little creature in your what? throat. Why does that happen? I don't know. Something to do with the biology of saliva? I don't know. But it did sound like Physics. something was living in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but some people detest oh Christmas music. And I know of at least one of our listeners that just detests it. And so... How come? Was there a story to go with that? Well, I think... 
I think it's known that you either love Christmas music or hate it. I don't think there's middle of the rotors. Hmm. You know? I, I don't I know think if that's it, true, I think it also depends so. on when you catch someone because I can be I can definitely be a middle of the rotor, but it just depends on what mood you catch me in. We're so we're going. When would that we are like be, off of our notes? We we prepared for this episode <laughs> by making show notes, and we're already falling off our notes. But when would when would the middle of the road time like be? now? Like now. oh okay like, well because like it's in not the middle the of February. Yeah. I'm like yeah. nah. you could care less. You couldn't care less. <laughs> uh, literally toast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Let's. I'm not used to doing this now. I know. I know. We're out of podcast practice. So go back if you want to watch any of those things. Oh, and what was so funny is that we had wanted, we knew, we knew we wanted to do music videos. Just something for the holidays to just bring some cheer for the people that love Christmas. Mm -hmm. And we had this grand idea of getting everything really ready way in advance and then come December we had no we hadn't done anything <laughs> and it was we, the week of December 15th I believe it was we sound so undependable yeah and so but we are so dependable in so many different ways we really are um okay but anyways and so we just crammed and did it all in a Saturday yes Outfit changes, the whole deal. Mm-hmm. It was pretty exhilarating and kind of fun. Yeah. And it, what it was, was great it rem- about that? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when you're a little, little kid mm-hmm. and you put on a show. Oh, yeah, maybe. But what was great is that because it was either we do it then or we just don't do it at all, mm-hmm. it helped us from obsessing. Because I think, you know, we would just do one take, maybe two takes, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And we had to move to the next song. Mm-hmm. But I think if we had planned it way in advance, we would have spent way long on each song. Yeah, I'm exhausted just thinking of it. (laughs) So it worked out, basically is what I'm saying. It worked out. Okay. So we're still kind of uh, going back and and reviewing important things like January 20th. Inauguration Day. Oh my God, I was so excited. And what a surreal experience to know that so many fellow citizens across the nation were also so excited. And we're just in our homes, staring at the TV, we're having it on in the background. We have Hulu. So I had Hulu on, you know, and just watching it all day and just trying to imprint these visuals on my mind mm. to take it in yeah living in this historic time um wow yep i was very the the thing that i guess surprised me the most was the last tv special that they had with um what was it called celebrating america or something like that oh yeah that was so good but it opened with bruce springsteen doing just a solo acoustic performance in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And um, and what I loved about that big special was how they had little featurettes of just normal 
everyday citizens. Mm. Introducing acts, mm-hmm. sharing about their contributions to their community. And because th- these were everyday people, they're not in expensive designer ball gowns at some inaugural ball that they had to pay these huge fees to get into. They're just everyday citizens. There was a feeling of really being included and oh, yeah. acknowledged as as Americans. Yeah. And I that that was an unexpected kind of emotional impact that it had on mm-hmm. me that I really appreciated and it felt um I guess it just added to to the feeling of Biden Harris mm-hmm. getting in mm-hmm. there. Uh but they're everyday people. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So it's yes. just it just They were not born on golden toilets. Right. Uh and then to cap it off, <laughs> I remember the the grand finale number was Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And they announced her and we're like, oh, okay, okay. What song is she going to sing? I don't know. And then she starts singing. And Sienna and I look at each other because we've always <laughs> had a chuckle about that song. The song was Firework. And we've always had a chuckle about how the first verse of that song uh, says, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Yeah. Do you ever feel like a plastic bag? No, I never thought of it that way. But yeah, I guess sometimes yeah. I do feel like a plastic bag. It was, I w- yeah. we were like, what? Oh my God, she's going to sing great. this song. And then... And she did amazing. And she did fantastic. Yeah. And and just as she launches into the first pre-chorus or chorus, she turns, the camera turns, and the link, the Washington Monument is in the background, and the fireworks start going off. And I got to admit, the cynical part of me goes, okay, that's kind of cheesy. But it kept going. The fireworks kept going. It won you over. They won you it, over. And it just, it blew my head off. I yeah. felt like, remember that old Memorex visual, people, the photo? People don't know that. I think okay, these are for the old. These are for the old school folks back yeah. in the cassette tape days. Is yeah. it live or is it Memorex? And they show a guy and sitting in a... his hair is blown back. <laughs> they show a guy sitting <laughs> in a chair from the side and his everything's just blowing back. And that's what I felt like, man, with and all the glass, the fireworks. The, sh- the, the wine glass is cracked, right? Oh, I don't remember that part. I think hmm. so. But yeah, I, it just, it got me. It got me. It wore yeah. me down, and I w- had the tears coming down my face by the end of that yeah. number. And I was just like, "Whoa, wow!" It was such a high. It was such an emotional high. Yeah. And that's why over the following two weeks, I felt kind of depressed again. Mm. Just the contrast, you know. That's how I feel around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always have the Christmas blues. Mm-hmm. But then starting on the 24th, knowing it's going to be over <laughs> soon. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, all of my issues. But all then, right. you know, you just got to remember, I, I just remind myself, this is about the long game. You're not living your life for the next day in the calendar. You're living your life for the next generation that is coming after you. It's about the long game. Things are always in process. It's a never ending process. And something about 2020 was so clarifying. It just helped me to, I I guess, get a, 
get a more macro view of our lives and our lifetimes. And so I have been totally nerding out about this moment in history and comparing it to about 100 years ago if, of history in, in our country and how it was almost nearly exactly 100 years ago in 1910, 1920s, 1930s that we were going through, as a nation, very, very similar things. This, the seeming collapse of society, the income inequality, the social unrest. Um, there was that uh, pandemic that they had. Um, Great Depression, all of that stuff. And it's actually been a surprising, unexpected form of therapy for myself, emotional therapy, to immerse myself and educate myself about the culture from that time. I've actually I've I've put playlists together incorporating music from that time and something about being connected with those past generations in that way has really felt therapeutic for me. Hmm. It's funny how things would just kind of capture you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that we live in a time where, look, I can just go on Spotify and Apple music or, you know, and, and look up these artists and, uh, and find that kind of somehow the art just brings you this emotional support. And I think that I watch too many movies because sometimes, you know, you're so immersed in all of that that I think one day you're going to disappear. And <laughs> me personally, me? Yeah. What do you mean? What do you, because you're going to, you're going to like disappear into another it back in time. You're going to just oh. disappear and <laughs> like then in a go movie. into like, 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 a, like in a movie would. And you would be like, Hilarious. go to live that parallel life and just be, just be somewhere else. And I'm like, where do you go? What happened? And then we don't know where you went. Wow. All right. That's, yeah, that sounds like, um, yeah, one of those movies, as you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were so fortunate to receive a gift of an annual Masterclass membership. Masterclass is just the perfect gift for geeks. Um, it is amazing. And you can you can kind of... Like, it's a giant rabbit hole in and of itself because you can learn, quote unquote, learn mm -hmm. about yeah. so many different things. Um, and one of the things that I know Tost and I try to be aware of is just consuming, 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 like getting addicted to just wanting to learn more, learn more, learn more, learn more, and not actually um, do anything <laughs> You know, like do something about it or just like practice what we've just learned. Um, it's like just consuming all of it and it's just exhilarating and all of that. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get I like that, you I get like yeah. that. Information age, that's the so, danger of it when, when oh you can. God. It's just too yeah. much. Yeah. So Learn I did anything. one on marketing. I did one on, <laughs> I did one on voice. Um, Toast did one on bread baking. I only got through the it was first. amazing. I only got through them like maybe the first three lessons or so but that's all I needed or wanted because my whole thing was trying to do the sourdough starter at home 
and to, you and never to watched bake. the whole thing no because because that class what? that class on baking bread mm-hmm. or whatever like it has all these different recipes like you can bake this kind of bread or you can bake that kind of bread and oh, i'm so, just so i just the, want to bake a bread <laughs> so the sourdough classes you took it to completion i learned how to bake the first type of sourdough bread like it's, it's a okay. wheat it's okay. a wheat bread all right and okay that's enough for me okay no i thought now. it was just still continuation about this sourdough bread oh yeah i don't know because i didn't even oh. watch it no but, but what you're telling me is that there are different recipes yes there right? are more like recipes that recipe. i have not yeah. even attempted and i'm okay. actually not interested in attempting right now because i love yeah, your the first bread You've done it three times now, mm-hmm. and they say the starter is the hardest part. It, and you've done so well with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a fail like the first time when I first tried. It failed. I just well, I wasn't getting the bubbly starter that they said is what you want. But then... It's kind of creepy. Yeah, but then I tried again. And anyway. Oh, my God. And it's like a pet. Like, you have to feed it and watch it and carry it around the house because you're looking for the most uh, the, the ideal environment. And right now in Portland, it's very cold. Mm-hmm. So you want a certain warmth. And so Toast would be carrying her starter and bringing it into her office in a little area in her office because it's a nice, her office is nice and warm. And then later at the end of the day, she'd be carrying it downstairs and feeding it and then putting it into the microwave to just keep it in there but she prior to putting it in the microwave she would heat these rice bags that we have for you know when you when you have like a sore neck you would heat this this little comfort bag she would heat those in advance to warm up the microwave oven leaving the bags in there to emit heat and warmth for her starter pet Mm -hmm. so call them our microbes and or whatever they are. Tell them about that what? hotel. Oh, so in that's crazy. okay, okay. So in the ma- one of the masterclass oh videos, goodness. that's about how to make your own sourdough starter at home. Mm-hmm. The the teacher just lets you know that once once upon a time in Sweden, there was a sourdough starter hotel where if you were going on a trip. You could leave your sourdough starter with them, and they would feed it for you while you were gone. <laughs> it's like a pet hotel. It's like what? it's like a pet hotel. Oh my god! Because it's a it's a it's a process. So like once you have that starter, you don't want it to die. You got to start all yeah, over. Yeah, I do not want it to die. So I have been working on, and so far, pretty good. I've been working on keeping a small amount of starter in the refrigerator for seven to ten days or so um mm. you know so that it, it slows down the growth and i don't waste any wheat <laughs> flour because that stuff is not cheap yeah everyone's making bread that's yeah, why everybody's making bread and i think that's a great thing <clears throat> yeah i think this last one that you made is probably the most beautiful well, i mean they you. were all beautiful actually but oh and a trick here's a trick i learned from a friend of ours who are expert bread bakers. I mean, oh, yeah. they, they would They're bake awesome. their own bread way before any pandemic. They, yeah. They've been doing this for a long time. Remember when they would bring some to our house? I know. They I would walk it over in a beautiful cloth in yep. a basket. Gay men. Oh, my gosh. 
Gotta love gay men. Gay men. Love them. Bread baking gay men. Yeah. So I... Champagne drinking gay men. As I was learning about, okay, okay, do I really need a Dutch oven? You know, because... All the recipes that I've seen and instructions that I've seen, including this masterclass one, said, okay, you want to use a Dutch oven and put your loaf in there and bake it in there because it it really um, makes it hotter and it helps the humidity, blah, blah. And we don't have a Dutch oven. And those things are expensive too. So I texted our gay men friends and asked them about it. And they reassured me that, you know, don't worry about it. You really don't need one. What you can do is instead... In the first half of the baking, um, where in the original recipe, you would have the lid on the Dutch oven in the oven. They said, what you do is you put in a uh, skillet or another pan with ice cubes into the oven along with your loaf, along with your dough. And that humidity from the ice will kind of simulate the effects of the mm. Dutch oven. It will, it will make the oven more humid, and that's really what you want. So I tried that, and it worked. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been um, working. So the first 20 minutes, the ice cubes are in there. After 20 minutes, open the oven door, remove the pan with the, now it's water, remove that. And uh, yeah, it actually works. So you don't absolutely need a Dutch oven. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty. That neat. was. We nerded out way more on the bread than I thought we would. Well, it's exciting because well, for nerds all, like us, it's not. It's not as easy. Bread is everywhere, but it's not as easy as you think it is to make. Yeah, it's so much. There's so much art involved. Yeah, and yet, once upon a time, when you could go to a restaurant and they put that bread on your table and it's freshly baked, you're just like, mm-hmm. nom nom nom. You know, just eating right, the bread. Right. Yeah. But what it takes to, yeah. you know. That's true. Yeah. The human bread. technology. Yeah. The meeting. I, I still, <laughs> it kind of cracked me up because again, with the masterclass video, they're showing you, okay, here's how you need it. And if you're doing it right, it will look like this at the end. And, and if you're doing it wrong, it's going to look like this. And mine was so wrong, but it still turned out okay. So but yeah, what Sienna said, it, it's not, it's not so easy. I appreciate it. There's a lot you know? of like, things wow. that go into it, but I really love, um, yeah, learning and working with the natural world, mm. working with microbes yeah. and yeah, it's, it's great. Yeast. I shouldn't say microbes. Working with yeast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so the last on the last couple of podcasts, we talked about um, another um, adventure that we are on and creating, and it has everything to do with cats and self care and self love and a little bit of woo woo. Um, and we're still in the process. We hit a bunch of bumps in the road, but they've ultimately got us to a better place. I think things are a bit delayed, but. If you want to stay up to date on that, you can follow. I, I kind of revived my personal account on Instagram. So it's at Sienna Lita Jiri on Instagram. You can follow me there um, to stay updated on all things woo-woo, cats, self-care, and self-love. It's a beautiful place to be. Um, 
and somehow we'll fall into the rhythm of managing all the accounts. Um, the Sienna at Sienna and Toast Instagram account will be primarily the um, our podcast and music things, and then um, Toast has been on her account at Toast Tajiri if you want political rantings and <laughs> no, um no. workouts no okay aren't you gonna do some political i don't know what the heck i'm gonna well, do anyway but here's so basically here's what cracks you can me follow up. what you like here's what cracks me up okay okay my most recent post on instagram yeah was from september 20th 2015 okay well i mean you know no pressure but you have been on it more so i would just invite people to you know they can okay. they can curate their experience by following <laughs> you know if they you know at you know. toast to jerry yes we're very straightforward yeah we're not straight but um, we're straightforward bear doesn't i haven't been doing anything with his his account so don't follow bear <laughs> um so anyways just that so we want to give you a quick update um it has snowed here in portland it has snowed here the first snow, snow is still outside of this winter right now. Yeah. And it was a pretty big snow compared to what we've experienced here so far. We've only experienced one big snow when we moved here in 2018, barely anything 2019, barely anything 2020. And then just these past couple of days, a lot of snow. It was exciting. It was exciting. For people who grew up in Hawaii. Yeah. It, this it's level just of snow ridiculous. is exciting. I know. It's kind of embarrassing because it's not really that much. I no, think, it's not. For apparently. a lot of snow people. Yeah. But um, it it just, it is amazing to see everything so white. To I love that morning feeling where you know, okay, it snowed through the night and I'm going to open that curtain and I'm going to experience it. Mm-hmm. And everything is just white. And you see the white on the roofs. The white, Everything that was green is now white. Mm-hmm. The streets are white. The cars, it's like, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful to me. And it's beautiful because the cars aren't completely covered, right? It's not that kind of snow. Right. It's not a scary it's, level of right. snowfall. It's just, it's still in the beautiful kind of, um, beautiful level. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just shocking. So we went out just to experience it. And... Um, <laughs> The, the, it's kind of dangerous. I mean, it really well, is when you're not wearing the right shoes. Yeah. Then it's, I yeah. mean, I kind of, <laughs> it's you know, dangerous. But I just thought like, oh, it's snow. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. Like, it's, it's scary. ice. Because you don't know where you are. You don't know what's underneath the snow. And so your foot goes down. Like sometimes it goes down so deep. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you can't manage your walking, right? Because you're like, whoa, and your foot is. I love the sound it makes. Way down there. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hardly anything, and it's actually quite slippery because right. it's shiny ice right under a little dusting of snow. That's the scary part. Like we almost slipped twice each, mm-hmm. and and we were being careful. Right. Right. So I don't know. One of our favorite Portland bakery bakeries had a story on Instagram. And, you know, they're encouraging everyone to, hey, still come out. Come get your Valentine's Day treats at the bakery. We have a lot for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but their invitation was kind of like, scared of the snow? 
are you scared of the snow? Don't be scared of the snow. And I'm like, I'm scared of the yeah, snow. Yeah, Portlanders are scared of the snow, especially people who are originally especially from Hawaii. Hawaii. Portlanders are scared. Yeah, I can't believe like we almost slipped so many times. It was just like, all right, I'm done. Let's go back yeah, in the no, house. It's... And it's hard to make a snowman. I think doesn't it depend on how. <laughs> Fred, like what kind of snow it is i think by the time Wasn't that the we got our butts that, out there yeah that it had the, the snow it was had started snow. to melt a little bit and so it got harder like um but making a ball is yeah. hard i thought it was hard oh really it was so funny sienna threw a snowball she was like yeah, can was i throw so the snowball at you and i'm just standing maybe seven feet away and i'm like sure <laughs> and she throws it at me and it just lodges itself in my armpit and it just stays there. <laughs> I know. Oh, I man. wanted it to be, I wanted it to puff on you. I know, You know, right? and like break yeah, apart. Yeah. And... Oh, anyways. But yeah, I'm scared of snow. I'm, uh, I am so grateful that we, we moved here though, so that we get the experience of, oh, yeah. of the I, snowfall. It's amazing. Um, it's so magical. That's it really it is. is. It magical. really is magical. And I got so excited because I saw one little icicle that was like probably two inches long hanging off of the know, window in my laugh. office. And I was like, oh my God, there's an icicle. I had to laugh at and, that. Yeah. Sienna comes yeah. in. Not at you, but it, I just said, oh like, my God, oh. you're so cute. You're That's what's delighting you. All right. Right on. Okay. Take it. Knock yourself out. Um, but I can see, I can absolutely see how if you had mm, three to four weeks of this, it would get old really quick. Because... If you have to shovel this stuff, oh yeah. If you have places, if you have to go places, well, that's the thing. But if you're just in your house, because we don't have the snow tires, and I've never driven on, right? We've never driven on snow, Mm -hmm. so we just don't have the the tools and the experience to deal with it. I'm sure Mm -hmm. if you're on, if you're in some place like Wisconsin, then you know it's kind of like you know how to deal with this, just like driving in the rain in Hawaii. It's like that's what you do. But if you're in LA, LA, you don't know how to drive and it rains, you freak out. Yeah. And you drive so slow. Yeah. All right. Uh, Last thing we'll end with is that we've been working on a project for Romero Creations. So Romero Creations is a uh, company that makes specially designed um, ukuleles. They have a whole line of ukuleles. Bear is here. Watch out. And guitars. Um, and they stay. are known for their innovative designs. The Romero in Romero Creations is Pepe Romero Jr. And mm. if you're a classical guitar music fan, you probably have heard no, the name Pepe dad. Romero. He's yeah. like a super world famous. He's like royalty, like literal royalty. He's been knighted by um, in Spain. Um, that's where their family's from. So classical guitar royalty. But his son, Pepe Romero Jr., is a luthier. Um, huge in the world, again, of classical guitar. But what he did a number of years ago is take his expertise in handcrafting. He builds guitars from hand. He took all of that knowledge and applied it to ukulele, along with advice from Daniel Ho, who is an ukulele virtuoso. He's a friend of ours. um, And the the two of them are the force behind their most famous ukulele design, which is called the tiny tenor. Um, and they're, they're basic, they basically invited us to take part in 
doing a song with one of their instruments. So we have a tiny tenor. So we, we did a song. We recorded ourselves playing it. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what, what they do with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's it for today. Okay. That wasn't too bad. Thanks for listening, everybody. Just or a person. hodgepodge of 30. What did you say? Because I said, thanks for listening, everybody. But the person who's listening is just one person. So that's why I said oh. person. I thought you were saying it's just one person listening. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, that would be I fine, mean. too. All right. Okay. So, anyways, hope you have a great day. It's nice to be back with all of you. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Inviting you, encouraging you, as always, live your love story. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.